0: Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. On today's show, we are going to dive into the cornerback position. We've done previews on a whole bunch of different positions. And if you remember correctly, last week I went, oh my gosh, I forgot to do cornerbacks. Well, we're going to go ahead and dive into that. This will involve looking at last season, the 2020 season, and di- jumping ahead and looking at the 2021 season. But before we jump into everything, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Head over to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 15% off at builtbar.com. My name is AJ Black. I am the host of the show. I'm also the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. Make sure you bookmark that page and head on over to get all your BC news throughout the day. Now, I, I was a big cartoon fan when I was in college, and when I was in grad school, I used to watch the show Family Guy. I know it's still on. I don't watch it anymore. I loved it when it first came on. Then it got canceled, and it came back, and I still liked it for like a year or two, then kind of gave up on it. One of the my favorite jokes they had on Family Guy was this thing called "What Really Grinds My Gears," and it was this sh- segment where Peter went on, uh, Peter Griffin, the, the father, went on a news station and just talked about all the things that irritated him. And I am going to do a "What Grinds My Gears" right now about BC Athletics and fans and just things in general. So you're going to get a whole section here on what really grinds AJ's gears, and maybe some of these you would agree with. Maybe you're going, "Yeah, I agree with that too." Uh, so let's check Let's check in on some of those. You know what really grinds my gears? Tailgating at Boston College and the second the tailgates are supposed to end, state police officers come flying through with their lights uh, blazing and they're yelling at you to get out. That really grinds my gears. You know what else really grinds my gears? People showing up late to sporting events. What's up with that? If you're going to pay the ticket, get there on time. And we know that it's a big deal. That really grinds my gears. You know what else really grinds my gears? That BC got rid of super fan shirts. I I don't know. I was there when they were big. I loved having a super fan shirt. It meant a lot to me as a fan. To see them just go away, that really stunk. And that really grinds my gears. Another thing, let's continue on. What really grinds my gears? Another thing that grinds my gears: sesame seed pretzels. Get rid of those things. I'm sure there's about 15 of you that follow me on Twitter that are going. Ah, I knew AJ was going to bring that one up. Uh, so that really that one gets going for me. Continuing in as a fan, another thing, and this could be at any stadium, but if it, when I was at BC, it was always there when I was a season ticket holder. The down in front group. Now I get it. There's a there's a section of fans that they physically can't stand up at a game, but I was told to sit down at games by people I know that weren't disabled. They were just lazy and that drove me crazy. Like there's a big play and they're going crazy to be told to sit down because they don't want to stand up. You're at a sporting event, not church stand up. And so the, and, and I, I, I'm telling you, I have, I was complaint. Here, here, go off on a little tangent here for a second. When I was, and I had season ticket ho- tickets, I, people in front of me compl- behind me excuse me complained once because I wouldn't stand wouldn't sit down in after a big play they went to the the security who then really didn't do anything but that that used to drive me nuts so that one goes crazy for me what else dr- grinds my gears bathroom lines what's the worst at boston college i'm sure women who are listening to this are going to say that it's the worst for them but just the like when you hold it <laughs> you know, you had a couple drinks, or you know, you're sucking down waters during the game because you're dehydrated, it's hot out, or whatever, and you have to pee, but you're like, I'm gonna hold it to halftime, and you you rush out at, at halftime to get to the bathroom, and the line is three sections long. You're like, oh my gosh, can't they figure something out for this? That one always that one always drove me crazy. One thing that really drives me crazy, and uh, this is as a, I'm t- I'm just gonna put my journalist hat on for this one, is this SEC. uh superiority complex that fans have now if you're a fan of alabama you can be as cocky as you want because you've earned it you've won so many national titles your team is a is a is a juggernaut at this point they can go and say whatever they want but it's fans of teams like i don't know mizzou vanderbilt that that talk smack about the ACC and about ACC teams because they play they play teams like Boston College and Wake Forest and Syracuse shut up you know you y- you have a couple good teams in your conference i get it but you know te- leagues ebbs and fl- leagues ebb and flow the ACC will get back, and to, to just listening to them feel like they're the best in the country drives me crazy. That that drives me. That grinds my gears. And and the people who use Boston College as a um uh like some sort of negative point for beating them, like you see it like right now. Like if you go on to Twitter and you type in, um, I forget who it was. There was some sports site that was doing like who's the best team all of all time in the 2001 team uh miami hurricanes was on there and it's and of course all the sec team players uh fans are going how can they be considered that they, they beat teams like boston college by only one touchdown <laughs> well you get a lot of that right so boston college was good that year i believe they were a top 25 team i know this was 20 years ago but like wikipedia is right there Look it up. It's not that hard to find. So, that kind of stuff grinds my gears. Um, I know some of you would say Boston, like recruits saying Boston College University or University Boston College, grind your gears. I don't care. That does not grind my gears because, you know what? I think a lot of these kids use like a a program that has like preloaded things they just copy and paste because they get like 50 offers. It doesn't really matter. So, that one does not grind my gears. But,. The name doesn't bother me, but when sports media people refer to Boston College as the Boston College Golden Eagles, that one drives me crazy because we're not the Golden Eagles. I've also seen Boston College Screaming Eagles. I have no idea where that came from, but those those two really grind my gear. So those are my lists of what grinds my gears. I hope it was fun. I just was just having a little fun uh, in the offseason, riffing on a little something different that we could have. What what grind your gears? What's something about Boston College sports that drives you crazy? That um, maybe you want to share. Go to Locked On BC and share your thoughts. Um, I'll put up a tweet hopefully, and um, you can give your perspective on what things drive you crazy. What doesn't drive me crazy though are built bars. Built bars are delicious. They are a protein bar covered in chocolate, and you can find them in nine delicious flavors right now and a bunch of different specialty flavors. I am a huge fan of coconut almond. Actually, I'm a huge fan of a lot of different flavors they have, but they're the perfect, like for me, a midday treat. Like when I'm in a, a work zone and I'm going crazy and I need something to get me going to the end of the day, Built Bar is where I go. And it, it that protein, it has 17 grams of protein in most bars. That gets me going and I can get energy that'll kind of sustain throughout the day. Now, if you head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you'll receive 15% off your order at BuiltBar.com. So again, use promo code LOCKED15 to get your special discount. The Locked On Boston College podcast is supported in part by the Charlestown Law Group. You need to know about the Charlestown Law Group. If you or someone you know have recently received a traffic violation, speeding or other moving violation that you would like to contest, then you need to call the Charlestown Law Group. Attorney Jason Campbell and his team can and will help you fight the ticket. Did you know that a moving violation can stay on your insurance record for five to six years? Yikes. One conviction can cost you thousands of dollars. If you want to win, you generally need an attorney. And why not hire a professional litigator like Jason Campbell and his team at the Charlestown Law Group? They will fight for you. Jason is a proud Boston College graduate. Attorney Campbell is an experienced litigator that will be able to tell you if you have merit before you go to court, saving you both time and money. Charlestown Law Group will fight tickets anywhere in Massachusetts, and they offer discounted rates for Boston College students and alumni. You need to contact Charlestown Law Group, because they specialize in traffic violations, and they will fight for you. Call them at 617- 872-8652. Again, that's 617-872-8652 for a free consultation. Or visit charlestownlawgroup.com. Attorney Jason Campbell at Charlestown Law Group is a proud Boston College grad just like you. He understands and will help you win. Go Eagles! This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. I am the editor and publisher of BC Bulletin. If you have not done so, check out my work on the site. Make sure you check out the free work. And we also have stuff behind a paywall. Um, It's a lot of recruiting news. If you're into BC recruiting and you want uh, insight and analysis from an expert who talks to the recruits and kind of gets into the nitty-gritty of BC recruiting, it's only a dollar for the first month. It's $5 a month after that. And I will give you excellent coverage. And we have a... um, discord channel and i can i can walk you through it it's super easy to use it's like a message board slash chat room where i can give you all sorts of uh, tips on bc recruiting and you could talk to me and ask me any questions it's a great feature only for premium members so i hope you check that out again dollar for the first month five dollars a month after that cup of coffee uh, just for awesome Boston College um, insight and analysis, check it out. So today's show, we're going to look at the cornerback position. So if you want to hear more of our thoughts on safeties or the defensive line, there's specific episodes. Just go back a couple, you'll find them. Um, and I recommend checking them out. They're all um, they're they're all relatives now, relatively new now. So you can you can listen to all of those. Um, but today, the the cornerback position to me. Is going to be the biggest strength in 2021 because it was one of the biggest strengths in 2020. The biggest revelation out of 2020 was Josh DeBerry. I remember, and I'll give you a personal story here. Hopefully, they I know they listen, so hopefully they don't get mad at me for saying this. That I did a ton of previews for 2020. It was the midst of um the pandemic, and you know I was just kind of doing reviews of everything, and I know. That one of the things I didn't do was really talk about Josh DeBerry, and one of his parents reached out to me and they were like, "Hey, are you like against him or something?" And I was like, "No, I just don't know much about him, and I, you know, I don't expect much from him. You know, I, I've heard about him. I think he'll be okay, but whatever." And I will say, and and I'm t- I tell you, when I make mistakes, I make mistakes, and I whiffed hard on that one because Josh DeBerry not only grew to be a starter i would argue that he could have been the best cornerback boston college had last year i mean play in play out he was physical he had great coverage skills he barely ever missed a um on a defender and as a unit the, the cornerbacks did an excellent job of preventing long plays but i thought deberry was like glue out there he was he was awesome so if the deberrys are listening i want to apologize i You know, I underestimated Josh, and he showed me last year um, exactly what he's capable of doing. And and we'll talk more about what he could do this year in a bit. But when you look at 2020, a defense that allowed 245 yards per game in the air, so it was good for 85th can this the cornerback position didn't really like they had their moments but they also struggled at times too. So, I think that's what's important to take away from the 2020 season, right? That you had Brandon Sebastian out there who had his moments. Like obviously that fumble recovery against Clemson was enormous. That I mean, if if he scores there and the BC goes on to win, that fumble recovery would have been a um monumental symbolic moment of that season that Boston College goes to Death Valley, they beat Clemson. It does, obviously doesn't happen, but that was such a big moment. I remember watching that going, oh my gosh, BC's going to win this game. Um, so he had that big play. and But... You know, when you're watching them in coverage too, there were certain times. I think of the Notre Dame game. I think of Louisville, Virginia. They they struggled in some of those games where you know they were averaging almost 300 yards in, in on on in the air. You know, they got dinged up at different times. I know DeBerry got hurt. I know the state, some of the safety help got hurt. Obviously, Mike Palmer was gone. Deion Jones went down. So there was there was certain things that went went awry at different points. However the the group of themselves had nine interceptions. But What was interesting is when you look at the interceptions, only Josh DeBerry, Jason Matry, and Brandon Sebastian they each only had one. So they had nine total. John and Muse had three, so he's a safety. So the cornerbacks didn't make a lot of turnovers in this year this last year. They made some plays, but they didn't do that. And I I think when when you look at that season, um, you know, you have a coach like Jeff Hafley, right? He comes in. He is a defensive back guru. He works with Richard Sherman. He worked with Darrell Rivas. He worked with all the big names um, in the NFL. And I'm sure he has a system that was very different than what Steve Adazio and his defensive coordinator did in 2019. So I'm sure he wanted to adjust things. He wanted to work on scheme. He wanted to work on coverage technique. And I know they got chances to do some of that, but it was truncated. You didn't have a spring. So, you know, they teach these concepts and there might be mistakes that come in. There might be things that they could have cleaned up. And he's talked about this at press conferences um, where, you know, they could kind of just nitpick and fix these things in the spring. But they didn't have a spring. And then that put a new coach in a new system a little bit behind the eight ball and that could have affected the way the the, the defensive backs kind of uh, reacted last season. Now, I don't think of them as as a detriment to that defense. Uh, there was, uh, you know, bigger issues with that defense last year than than the secondary. And I know a lot of the issues that they had with letting up big passes was because the front seven wasn't really getting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. And that's something that needs to to be adjusted. So, um I all in all, I thought the 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 cornerbacks were a group with immense talent. You know, Sebastian Elijah Jones and Jason uh Josh DeBerry, excuse me, are are uh, three guys that I think with with time and a little bit more grooming are going to be some of the best defensive backs in the ACC. And we'll talk a little bit in a moment about why they could become that take that next step in 2021. But before we do, let's talk about betonline.ag. Betonline is the safest and easiest way to place your sports bet. Baseball is underway and BetOnline has all the action. Head on over to their website where they have all the news scores and the latest spreads on Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL playoffs, and UFC and MMA action. When you head on over and you make your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON, they are going to give you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, head on over to BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. This is Locked On Boston College, A.J. Black. We are talking about cornerbacks. We've talked about safeties before. We've talked about defensive tackles. Today, we're looking at the corners. Specifically, Brandon Sebastian, Josh DeBerry, and Elijah Jones. Now, we are heading into the 2021 season, a season where Boston College can finally, hopefully, put COVID-19 behind them and get a full um, you know, spring and summer with weight training and, and coach work in before the next season and that's a big deal because when you look at what Boston College has at the cornerback position you have no reason to not be really excited for next year now i just did a whole bunch of double negatives so let's let's flip that and reverse it you're going to be excited about these cornerbacks next year and here's why brandon sebastian excellent length good coverage defender i think he you, you with you know proper technique you stick him on any You know, wide receiver, and he showcases what he can do. And as I said in the first segment, I think Josh DeBerry is one of the most underrated ACC players uh, in the conference, and I love what he can do. Um, I think he's a physical defender. He, he, I think now, and especially since I've read some scouting reports, he could probably be drafted ahead of Brandon Sebastian. Shows you where he's at, okay? Kid from Detroit, Michigan, really good. And then Elijah Jones, you throw him in the slot, you throw him in you know, nickel coverage, he can do a whole lot uh, for the cornerback position. So you get these three guys. You get the training, you get the... The, they get to work on scheme, and they continue to build and, and improve. That group, I think, is going to be solid. But on top of that, what really should you know open eyeballs for Boston College fans is what's behind them right now. And you know, you have your Tate Haynes, you have your Tyler Days, some of these kids that are, are are waiting for their spot. But look at the recruits that are coming in. Look who is already on campus practicing with the team. You have two cornerbacks. C.J. Burton from St. Francis in Maryland and Sean Asbury from Virginia that are going to be starters in a couple years. C.J. Burton could be a starter next year. I mean, you watch him out there. He made an interception in the spring game. He's a big physical kid. He looks like a college player already, and he's going to be there. And he will play this year. C.J. Burton will be a player in the 2021 season. You know, Jeff Halfley has shown that during his um his time as a head coach, he likes to put in as many defensive backs that he can, you know, he's not going to put in guys that are not ready for it, but if he has players that can do it, he likes to cycle them in, whether it's for a uh, scheme or to give, you know, breathers or whatever he needs. So Burton will be out there. He'll definitely be a guy that gets the that opportunity. And I think he's going to, he's going to open some eyes this year. And, you know, if you, if you're not aware of who CJ Burton is, let me just give you a quick little primer. He's a four-star recruit, probably the highest Boston College has received um, in the last like, 15, 20 years. Uh, top 100. He was committed to Florida. Yes, the University of Florida in Gainesville. And had offers from Alabama, Ohio State. You name it, he had it. And he decommitted to the Gators to commit to Boston College because of Jeff Halfley. He saw that Jeff Halfley would be able to take his, his work as a cornerback and get him to that next level. And I think... Um, you know, he's, in terms of what you want to get excited about, he's one of them. Sean Asbury is another one. He was committed to Virginia Tech. He decommitted to go to Jeff Halfley. So you get these two guys, you put them in with, with the veterans, right? You got, you have Brandon Sebastian, Josh DeBerry and Elijah Jones. Now you have a stable of defensive backs that can, can, you know, you can cycle in guys. If a guy gets banged up, you're not going to take a huge, um, Step off when you bring in a freshman, that's exciting. That shows you where this cornerback position is. And honestly, you shouldn't be that surprised that Jeff Halfley, a guy that coaches defensive backs uh, for a living before he took this Boston college job would have that position in such good shape. And I think it's going to continue, right? You know, recruits for the 2022 and beyond are watching Jeff Halfley work with these recruits that are coming in and they're saying, I want to be part of that. So we're going to see more and more cornerbacks that are high caliber. I mean, we just, uh, Boston college just landed Sion Halla, who's a safety, uh, but was a four star. And Cam Johnson, who is another four star cornerback is looking highly at Boston college as well. So you're seeing all these names coming in. I think uh, let's get into our prediction and strength and concern for the cornerback position. Strength, I'm talking about top-end talent here, right? With Brandon Sebastian and Josh DeBerry as your top two cornerbacks, they could line up with anyone in the ACC. That is strength right there. That is one of the strongest positions Boston College has at any level. I mean, obviously, I would probably put uh, the offensive line above them, and probably wide receivers right there with them. But don't sleep on this on this cornerback position because Sebastian and DeBerry, are, with some good work up front, could be really dominant back there in the cornerback position. Concerns, I would say maybe speed. I mean, I don't think of Sebastian DeBerry and, and Jones as the speediest guys, so maybe if they ran into a speedy uh, wide receiver, that could be an issue. But, you know, even that, I'm not that concerned. Against UNC last year, they they kind of had held Daz Newsom and uh, De'Ami Brown pretty much in check for that game. But I think speed might be a little bit of an issue. Uh, tackling, especially against the run, run support might be more of an issue, you know, um, all in all, last year against mobile quarterbacks, I've said this about every position, they struggled. But, you know, cornerbacks have to play that, too. Um, and they were definitely uh, a bit of a—they of, were uh, susceptible to big plays against mobile quarterbacks. So that would be my concern. And my prediction, I'm going to say that Josh DeBerry is going to be a second-team All-ACC player this year. Um, I think he's going to end up leaving for the NFL draft. And he'll be very successful. I think he'll lead the team in interceptions and will really open up some eyeballs. I think by the end of the season, he'll be the name at cornerback we're talking about more than Brandon Sebastian. And Sebastian will also be really good. I think he'll be a lower all ACC player, but I I like what he can do. Um, I think this group is going to improve. I think, you know, they're at 245 yards per game last year, I could easily see this group getting much better than that. So this is AJ Black. Thank you all for listening. If you like our show, listen to Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and he talks about all the sports news that you want in a nice 20-minute segment with local experts that tell you everything that you need to know. Check out Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. Now, you can find me on Twitter at On. BC and AJ black underscore BC on Twitter as well. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, you, you name it. You can find me there. Hope you look for me there. And if you liked our podcast, make sure to subscribe. It's the best way to support this. And we can keep this going as we get more and more closer to next year's season. This is AJ black. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you all again soon. Take care.